Life Audio. Hi there. Thank you for listening to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Grace Fox. Learn more about my books and speaking ministry by visiting my website, gracefox.com. While you're there, subscribe to my weekly devotional blog and monthly update. If you do so, you'll receive some downloadables that will enhance your spiritual life. And now, after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Hosea 14.8. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is Hosea 14.8. Ephraim, what more have I to do with idols? I will answer him and care for him. I am like a flourishing juniper. Your fruitfulness comes from me. I grew up in a church-going family, and our congregation sang a lot of the good old hymns. One of them was a song called Satisfied, with lyrics written by Clara Tear Williams in the late 1800s. The lyrics for the first verse and chorus went like this. All my life long I had panted for a drop from some clear spring that I hoped would quench the burning of the thirst I felt within. Hallelujah, I have found him whom my soul so long has craved. Jesus satisfies my longings. Through his blood, I now am saved. The older I get and the more life experience I gain, the more I appreciate and agree with the meaning of this song. Nothing satisfies the deepest longings of my heart like Jesus does. Finding our longings met in God is the core of the message conveyed in today's verse. The Israelites had done it again. They turned away from God, the one who had delivered them from captivity in Egypt. 
He was the one who split the Red Sea so they could cross on dry land and escape the enemy army fast approaching. He was the one who'd provided food and water and kept their clothes from wearing out during their 40-year journey through the wilderness, and he was the one who led them into the promised land. After all he'd done for them, they rejected him and chose to trust in idols for protection and provision. And so God responded by sending the prophet Hosea to his people with a message meant to bring them back to their spiritual senses. In Hosea 14.8, we hear his plea for the Israelites to have nothing to do with idols. This wasn't a new directive. It was the first of the Ten Commandments. And God had given repeated reminders. Over and over again, he'd warned the Israelites not to worship gods made of precious metals and stone and wood. Gods who couldn't see or hear or eat or smell. But the people had not listened. The message found in Hosea 14.8 reminded them that idols could neither answer their prayers nor care for them as God did. He'd promised to shelter them, be their fortress, be their shepherd, and be the one to fight their battles on their behalf. Gods carved by human hands obviously couldn't do that. The true God had made an everlasting covenant of love with his people. Idols couldn't do that either. He'd promised to rush to their rescue when they cried for help. Isles couldn't do that. But still the people believed they knew better. I am like a tree that's always green, God said, according to the New Living Translation. All your fruit comes from me. Theologians believe the tree referred to is either the pine or the cypress. In the NIV, it's called the juniper tree. These trees were beautiful year-round, and the cypress especially stood tall and stately. It provided shade for weary travelers. Storks made their nests in its branches, and the wood was so strong that builders used it when they constructed the temple. But as lovely as these trees looked, they didn't bear fruit. So why would God's message to the Israelites speak about fruit coming from trees that don't bear fruit? I believe it's because God wanted them to understand the impossibility of human nature becoming good or producing anything good that was pleasing to him apart from him. If they insisted on separating themselves from him, then they would never be found righteous or pleasing to him. Their righteousness came from him alone, and their ability to produce Fruits of righteousness also came from him. Sometimes we read Old Testament verses and wonder how they apply to us today. In this case, it carries rich meaning for our lives. You see, we're not so different than the Israelites. We too create our own idols. Money, material possessions, reputation and position, clothes, sports, hobbies, ministry, and Even our families can become idols for us. But God's word reminds us to stay away from idols of any sort. There's only one God who's worthy of our worship. He alone cares for us and answers our prayers. He alone satisfies the deepest longings of our heart. 
The imagery of the evergreen tree reminds us of Jesus' words found in John 15, 5. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Apart from relationship with God made possible through faith in Jesus, we have no resources or ability to become good or produce works of righteousness that please Him. Our life and anything good that lasts for eternity comes from Him and Him alone. And so, my friend, let's invite God to show us if we've turned from Him to idols in any form. If so, let's repent. Let's turn from going our own way to going God's way and following His directives. Let's remember that He alone answers our prayers and cares for us. He alone satisfies. Let's invite Him into every part of our lives so that we might experience life in all its fullness as He desires for us. Let's pray. Father, thank You for giving us the Bible the instruction book for doing life well. Thank you for reminding us that idols can't answer our prayers or care for us as you do. They can't give us life, but you do. So keep our hearts tender towards you that we might love and honor you and trust you to satisfy our deepest longings. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. We're hosts of the Kainos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. To learn more and subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.